Frazier and Maestro styles, you know we got one Right back like we left some We don't duck smoke, we want all of it So line them up, Trey shot with the blade, you know we sizing it up I'm quick to catch the fade, you know styles making the cut Cause we coming out clean every time that we showing up It's gonna be called The Barbershop Yo, what up? What up, folks? Welcome, welcome. It's another edition of, of the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Uh, live right now on our YouTube channel, our Facebook page, Facebook Facebook Live, Twitch, and on our Twitter handle. You can watch us live. The Twitter handle is at Barbershop S-P-O-R-2. I'm Trey Frazier, and that's the homie Maestro Styles. Yes, sir. What's good, man? What's going cooler, on, man? man. Cool, man. Super Bowl week. Super Bowl week, man. Super Bowl week. Uh, I guess media day. I guess media day was today, or is that is that what I'm understanding? Or at least they starting to interview people. Uh, they started it last night, actually. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. I, look, I I'm never good with this. I'm just, I normally uh, <laughs> you know, leave, leave it up to social media to tell me all the you know what's been going on, who's saying what about what. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? I, I would love to sit here and pretend like I'd be excited about uh Super Bowl week. Um, you know, media and all that. But if my team ain't there, it's just just another week for me. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I was just trying to scramble around the TV to see what was on and I just so happened to pop into so they had both the quarterbacks, they had both tight ends on stage doing the interviews then they have both coaches doing the interviews and who they say had they had the running backs out there they had the d linemen out there and it's like all right like <laughs> y'all y- y'all asking them these questions and stuff and it's like all right like what, what you want them to say like you know of, of course they want to they want to beat the team like they want to beat the person that's next to them so it's just i don't know it's it, it's just weird it's just weird when they got them up, when they got both of the teams at positions up there interviewing them at the same time. It just, it just looks weird. You heard, uh, you you heard about Brock Purdy getting a little spicy on uh, social media. We can, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I I didn't hear him on social media, but I did hear him say at one of the pressers. It was either today or yesterday. Oh, okay, where he said where he said, hey. Uh, I appreciate what Cam has to say, but you know, from a game manager, I'm a game manager. There's only what do you say? I think sixty or seventy different um, quarterbacks in the league, and he's not one of them. Something yeah. to that, something right. to that ilk. Right. So yeah, I I heard that. I I I did hear that. <laughs> you I'm, you fucking with it? I'm kind of fucking with it, man. I, I'm kind of uh, fucking with that I, response, nah, I, man. No, nah, I like it. I like yeah. it. I like, no, I'm, kind I like fucking, I'm kind of fucking with that, man. Like, uh, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I'm not going to sit here and come off the game manager stance. I'm kind of with more with Cam on that stance as of right this second. But I like the clap back. I'm with it. Shout out to, yeah. shout out to Brock Purdy. Yeah, yeah. Shout out, shout out to the homie. Shout out to him. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I guess we should. Uh, well, first of all, I, uh, we got a guest coming on. Um, young, young, heavy. Uh, I'm, I feel like I'm about to mess up the name of his po- uh, podcast, and so I don't want to do that out of respect for, <laughs> for for the homie. Um, 
Yeah, but, yeah. Shout out, shout out to the crew over at Sports After Dark. Sports After Dark. I don't know. I, I'm sorry. That, that, shout out, not... shout out, shout out to the crew. Uh, Ashley Baker. Yeah. Young Evie, Chris Lewis. Chris Lewis. Yeah. We we had Chris on here a couple years ago. We had Ashley on here last year, and uh, the homie Big uh, Young Heavy is a 49ers fan, so we're gonna talk with him about For the sure. team, what he expects. Um, you know, him, you know, doing the whole podcasting thing and, you know, just a couple more things to talk about. So, so that'll be in about 10 minutes, you know, when he pops on here. So certainly looking forward to that. For sure. For sure. Yeah. So shout out, shout out to the whole crew over there. Shout out to Young Heavy. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, super, his team in the Super Bowl, man. So he going, he going to get to talk, you know, obviously we're going to get to talk a little bit about that. Um, before we get into that, I, I guess we'll do a lot of our Super Bowl talk when he when he get on and and i guess afterwards we gotta yep. do a quick a couple of quick shout outs man um yep juju watkins of usc female on the usc women's basketball team scoring 51 against stanford to beat stanford over the weekend mm-hmm. shout out to juju watkins i don't pretend to know much about her i know she's from california number one uh number one recruit coming mm-hmm. out of school um shout out to her um uh kazuki anaguchi is a boxer, a 23-year-old boxer who just recently passed. Um, at, um, he fought in December. Mm-hmm. Um, at age 23, you said? Yeah, 23 years old. Um, mm-hmm. He got into a fight. I mean, not got into a fight. He was boxing in, uh, uh, like, the day after Christmas. And, and it, I, I remember seeing him, I remember seeing the story, but he, he suffered brain damage after that fight and yep. never came back from it. So, uh, wow. yeah, wow. for sure. Uh, rest in peace to him. Condolences and prayers to the family. Um, Bradley Bill, um, you know, shout out to Bradley Bill. Obviously, yep. uh, came back, know, came back to DC, right? And, and came back to DC last weekend and, 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 and cooked. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, you know, he's been injured majority of this season <laughs> yeah. in Phoenix. But made sure he made his business to come back and, and cook us. Um, <laughs> you know, shame on me. Shame, shame on me because I've been playing a lot of FanDuel lineups lately. And, and that was the one game that I had in the lineup where I could just pick players and stuff. And I should have known Brad Bill going back to D.C. He probably going to cook. Defense and, is bad. Team yep, right. is bad. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And I and I started Durant. I started Booker, and I think I started Nurkic in really? the lineup. Yeah, yeah. I started those three guys, but I didn't put Bradley Beal in that lineup. So this was um. So this was a nine-player lineup. This wasn't. So this wasn't. It wasn't just that game. It was another game that was going on at the same time that I could pick players from. Mm-hmm. And obviously with the salaries and stuff, you got to try to fit as much, you know, good players as you can. And then you got to try to be able to fit in some of the bench players with the low salaries. Right. So, cause I only get a $60,000 cap. Yeah. So I got to figure that out. Right, man. I, I don't even know what place I ended up. I think I ended up like 250 something out of three something, bruh. Mm. And I should have known. I should have known Brad Beal was going to cook that night going back to D.C. where he spent the majority of his career. Shame on me, man. 
Yeah, um, you know, uh, I didn't watch the game, but because I'm not interested in watching Wizards basketball right this second. But uh, <laughs> you know, I, from what I was seeing, they was like feeding him, like, yeah, no, go get yours. Um, right. Got got the standing ovation. I mean, look, we are clearly uh, grateful for what he contributed as a Washington Wizard. So it's like you know, much like how I know, much like how when John Wall came back with the Clippers last year, obviously he didn't score like that, but you know, he had his little moment where he got his little moment. That, you know, like you know, he stood up on the on the stands. This is my city. Woo, woo, woo. Like, um, I look. I don't like that. I, like, part of me respects it. Again, I respect John Wall as a wizard. I respect Brad. I respect Bradley Bill as a wizard. But hey, don't come over there. I don't like the fact that we're not a good team and ex players just to get to come over here and kind of do what they want. Um, I don't. I don't really care for it. And, and it's it's low key. It's low key. Like very dis disappointing that we are so bad. Where t you know ex players get to come in. This is my city, and and and, and cook us for forty three. Yeah, um, I don't like it. It's 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 crazy. So John Wall did the whole yeah, this is still my city, this is still my city kind of a thing, and you know the crowd was you know all into that, right? But then Brad just kind of did it a little subtle. He was just like, you know what, I ain't gonna you know do all that shouting and getting up on the podium and all that stuff. I'm gonna just go ahead and drop 41 on y'all niggas to see what y'all niggas been missing. Mm, yeah, for sure, for sure. So, uh, I mean, shout out to Bradley Bill, but I, don't, I ain't like it. Um, yeah. Look, man, so, well, no, let's let's get into the Commanders, because I don't, I don't like this either. Um, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> the Commanders hired Dan Quinn. They hire uh, uh, Wit Joe, I want to say his name is, uh, they, they order, they hire they basically went and got everybody from Dallas outside of Cliff Kinsburg. <laughs> they just went as many as, many as Dallas play, uh, Dallas coaches that would come from Dan Quinn. Did they get Al Harris? No, no, no. Oh, as of okay. now, no. But okay, I, I, that was I, that's that's an exaggeration. But basically, everybody outside of Cliff, Cliff Kinsburg that was hired was mm -hmm. from Dan Quinn's staff. They you yep. know, came over to uh, to Washington, yep. mm -hmm. um, but. Um, obviously Sunday, you know, scrolling Twitter and I see Cliff Kinsbury is hired. Yep. Um, but I'm sorry, nothing had been announced about Eric Bieniemy. Mm hmm. Right. I, my, my issue is, is one, I ain't mad that they, I am kind of mad, but I, I guess whatever, but mm -hmm. Shouldn't you have to let us know, or not, I don't mean us because I'm not a Commanders fan, but don't you feel like they should let, you know, people know that, you know, Eric Bieniemy is going to move on before you hire another offensive coordinator? Like, I, I, like it was weird. It was weird to me because I know usually when you change the head coach, the head coach wants to bring his own players and his own staff members. And then that previous regime is always kind of up in the air. Sometimes the teams will say, hey, we released so-and-so of their duties. And sometimes it means when the head coach goes, that means the people underneath of him go. Yeah. So I did think it I did think it was strange at the time that when they let Rivera go, you know, I even asked last week, hey, what's the deal with Eric Bienemy? Like, what's going on? And so they hire Cliff Kingsbury and folks on my timeline kind of questioning the same thing. Like, yo, what? Well, what happened to Eric Bieniemy? Like, what's going on here? 
And so to me, it was kind of them basically saying, hey, um, we got rid of Eric Bieniemy without really, really saying we got rid of Eric Bieniemy. But I'm with you. That ain't the way you're supposed to really go about it. Like you could have at least made the announcement, hey, we've released Eric Bieniemy of his duties. Yeah. Like people would have, like we would have known that already. Like we wouldn't be questioning where his whereabouts are amongst you picking up Cliff Kingsbury. Like we wouldn't question that. I'm sorry. I feel, yeah, I'm sorry. I feel like that's disrespectful. I, I get that, you know, some fans and some mm. people didn't feel like Eric Bieniemy did a good job in his first year and that maybe he wasn't cut out for the job. But right. I, I'm sorry, give the man the, the or or and maybe it's not the man because maybe they told him, maybe he knew. But uh, I but feel you're like, supposed to tell the public. You're I feel to, I feel like he's supposed to tell the public, man. Yeah. I do, I do, yeah, I do. Yeah, PR so, supposed to get that out. So um, I know we talked about this briefly last week that you know Eric Bieniemy didn't do the best he could do in his first yep. year offensive coordinator, you know, right. kind of not even kind of went away from the run and, you know, yep. Sam Howe was cooking for a minute, but, you know, slow, slowed all the way down. Um, but I got to thinking about, uh, I got to thinking about uh, this and we, we crucified or attempted to mm-hmm. crucify Shady McCoy when he came out and said, you know, I don't know why, to the effect, I don't know why this dude getting a job and, Mm -hmm. you know, he don't really do nothing as far as offensive play calling. Um, And I remember saying something to the effect of, um, well, you know, what would have to, you know, we talked about what would kind of have to happen for us to kind of give credence to what Shady McCoy is saying. Like, he was there. And we Mm -hmm. tried to, you know, we kind of played it off as, you know, the the dude was hating. But when we think about it, um... But and 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 in the middle of that, what well, before you go, we kind of also said, well, if everyone else on the Chiefs is giving Eric Bieniemy this praise, and Shady McCoy, who again was on one of them Super Bowl teams, but didn't really get a lot of burn, yeah, we thought that okay, this was Shady McCoy kind of getting at Eric Bieniemy because maybe he didn't get as much playing time as maybe he hoped he was going to get so maybe there was sound of maybe there was sort of feelings hard feelings with yeah. what he said about yeah. it that's what i meant when i said he was hating so yeah. but but then more than that but i was going on to say um mm. you know there wasn't a lot of interest in eric Bieniemy after a while like they, they you know he had been there you know what i'm saying they had one super bowls Obviously, most potent offense in the past, you know, five years at the time anyway. Right. Um, right, right. At the time. And we were, me and you were talking about it, lobbying for it every, um, every year. Like, why yep. is this dude yep. not being interviewed for head coaching jobs or or at least lateral movement? Right. Um, I wonder, um, and I'm not going to throw this on him, but it is something that you should put a, at least put a red flag on. Like, here we are. His one, you know, Shady McCoy said what he said, the lack of mm-hmm. interest going into him actually getting a job before he got the job with Washington. Yep. Um, and then him doing the the job he did in his first year. Um, is it fair to at least put a red flag on the idea that maybe this guy isn't who everybody thought he would be or, want, or we wanted him to be? So I won't do that. And okay. the reason I won't do that is because Eric Bieniemy, while we did have some high hopes that eventually he would have got the head coaching 
position with the commanders, knowing that this was a lame duck season for Ron Rivera, um, the situation was still the situation in, in Washington. It was still some of that toxic, you know, workplace stuff that still was kind of going on mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as far as ownership change, the players talking about Eric Bieniemy was too hard on them. I don't, I don't put that more on Eric Bieniemy more than I kind of put it on their culture mm-hmm. per se. Um, but I, I, I don't, I, I don't think that. In, in other words, I'll say this: Let Eric Bieniemy have gone to maybe a better situation where the coach wasn't on the hot seat, and maybe he could coordinate for a couple seasons, three seasons. Maybe you got a quarter, a better quarterback that's in place. Maybe he could call the plays. Maybe you got some, you know, some other pieces there. But the only thing that I will um, call out Eric Bieniemy on is, and then I think I mentioned it last week, and in particularly the Dallas game last year, because there were third and shorts, fourth and short situations where he just decided, hey, I'm going to throw the ball. And then it didn't work out for him. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I'm like Antonio Gibson, uh, the kid Robinson. Mm-hmm. I think those are capable running backs that could get you a couple of yards in those kinds of situations. So when I see commanders fans on the timeline say, hey, he didn't call great plays. That's some some of the things that I do yeah. think about. Yeah. Right. Um, but as a whole, though, I'm, I'm not going to give any any credence to what Shady had said before he got the job. And I still kind of stand by, well, if the other chiefs are saying positive things about him, then I'd rather just go with what the other chiefs are saying about him versus what um, Shady McCoy is saying, given, you know, he was on that team with less playing time. I'll, I'll still yeah, I hear you. I, I hear you. And, and, and I, I, and I lean to more towards what you're saying. I'm leaning more towards agreeing with you, but mm-hmm. for me, um, I think it's at least worth mentioning because I mean, look, man, he didn't call great plays in his first yes. year. Um, he didn't do that. Um, mm-hmm. The interest wasn't there before he made the lateral move to Washington. You know what right. I'm saying? So I mean, that's that's logical to at least say. I, I'm with you. I won't put too much on that, but mm-hmm. um, to let him go first year, coming off of I mean, however you feel he was in Kansas City. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Because it's not like these players that spoke up for uh, Eric Bieniemy was talking too much about, oh, he's a great play caller. He's a great this, that, and the third. They just liked him as a as a coach. Like, you know, he could, you know, you know, Tom mm-hmm. gets that a lot. He's a good person. He's a good, he's right. good with the players. But they nobody got to the, oh, he's a great play caller. His schemes, his this, that, and the right. third. Right. So, right. I don't know. I, I I I at least got my my antennas up. About I'll say it. one. I'll say one last thing about this, and then we'll get to our guests. Yeah. They need the, the media needs to stop bringing up his past transgressions. I don't care that he got arrested back in college. We're talking almost twenty five, thirty years ago. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't see that. I'm glad like, I didn't see like that. Like we we need to stop bringing that stuff up. You know, because yeah. that that really has nothing to do with. Him trying to get a head coaching job. That nigga had a whole NFL career after college. Like, why would they? Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Like, about we, that. we 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 got we got to stop that. So yeah, for sure. Let's let, let's let's get to the homie right here, man. Um, co-host of the Sports After Dark podcast. Uh, shout out to Ashley Baker, Chris Lewis. We got the homie Young Heavy right here, repping the Niners, gang, gang, Niner gang, and all that good stuff. 
Um, you can follow him on Twitter and all that good stuff, man. Um, Young Hev, man, uh, appreciate you coming in, man. How's everything? Uh, everything is good, man. I appreciate uh, y'all giving me the opportunity to come on y'all show, man, and just talk sports, man. It's an honor, and I'll never take it for granted. Yes, sir. That's no what's doubt, up. man. That's appreciate what's up. that. Hey, first thing, man. Um, congrats to you and Ashley on the engagement. I just want to <laughs> say that because <laughs> a lot of a lot of folks out there were surprised that you two were together. Like, did you get that same <laughs> feeling? Well, I mean, we thought a lot of people knew because if you follow both of us, we thought, you know, I mean, some people would put two and two together. I think we just didn't go hard to like broadcast. It was like if you knew, right. you knew. Right. Uh, like uh, type of a thing. But, you know, um, we were shocked once we announced that we were engaged in all the feedback. Like, people were like, what? I mean, I'm like, wow, I, I thought a lot of people knew. Mm. <laughs> you know, so it was kind of it was kind of crazy to us. But um, God is good, man. And we're blessed, man. And uh, she's a part of the reason why I'm where I'm at right now. She's been the, the main person that's been pushing me to where I'm at right now. So I'm that's very thankful up. for her. For sure. Yeah, for one, sure. One, one of the hardest working individuals in the business is Ashley Baker for certain. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely yeah. doing her doing her thing out there. But hey, um, first off, man, talk to us about Sports After Dark, because I see you guys have been doing it in the Twitter spaces for a while. And then you guys have now taken it to YouTube. Um, whose idea was that? You know, what came into the thought process of deciding to go to YouTube? Uh, honestly, it's like I, I kind of put a bug in her ear, probably Ashley Baker's ear, probably was like a year ago. And um, I'm like, what you think about us going to YouTube? I said, because we kind of we kind of did what we needed to do on Twitter. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Our brand has become big enough. You yeah. know, we had over 2000 people, members in our community. So I'm like, we kind of did all we needed to do in Twitter. You know what I mean? And people close to me was like, y'all need to start monetizing this and trying to, you know, make some money off of this now. Right. You know what I mean? Y'all, you Twitter ain't paying y'all. You know what yeah. I mean? And yeah. First, she was like, oh, I don't know if we could do it because I don't know if people's time is going to permit it. You know, everybody got their own thing going on. And then she was like, you know what? She always had these bigger goals where she wanted to turn sports into sports out the dark into like a sports network like ESPN and all of that. Mm -hmm. And she said, you know what? It's time to put the the names with the faces and all the reactions mm -hmm. people get out of the spaces. It's time for people to see that, you know, in live and color. So. That's how we got into it in what I think June will make a year or would June mm -hmm. make two years? June will make a year mm -hmm. since we've started the uh, Sports After Dark YouTube channel. So uh, like I said again, God is good, man. It's all in God's timing. That's what's up. That's what's up. Cause I ain't gonna hold you, man. I, I have been into a few of the spaces. And <laughs> when I tell you that I don't have the mental capacity, <laughs> um, uh, you know, and I remember we had Ashley on last time we had her on, I was telling her about it like Charlie, I don't know how y'all do that. All that yelling and all I I, I, I I ain't built for it. I ain't built for it. I was like, I heard one person calling somebody another name, and I'm like, listen here. I, mm -mm, I, I said, let me get on up out of here. Um, but she, she went on to tell us that a lot of times people off off that space will connect and kind of, you know, sort it out or whatever, whatever. But I was I I I I much rather watch y'all on the YouTube space where it's a little less chaos and I can hear people's voices being heard and, and actual <laughs> opinions without a whole bunch of a whole bunch of the derogatory man. So definitely respect. I'm glad that y'all uh, made that move. I I agree that that's a good move for y'all. That's definitely a good move for y'all. 
Yeah, because it was like we we try to tell people like, listen, man, keep it sports, man. Let's not mm-hmm. get to the point where yep. you and I and I had to fault myself because sometimes I got out of character. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Because some people be thinking the internet is just the internet and and like you're not a person at the end of the day. Yeah. So it was a yeah, it was a few right. times I made a mistake and let people get me out of character and show them a side of me that I didn't want them to see. So it was like I had to be better than that and understand that it's sports at the end of the day. I get we all love sports and emotion, but we gotta respect each other, even if you don't like the person's opinion. You still got to respect them as a person at the end of the day. So when it started to get too crazy, we'd be like, oh, all right, let's let's reel it back in. You yeah, know I mean? yeah, It's cool to go back and forth, but we, we don't need to come at each other's character and their personal life. You know, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I definitely I definitely check out when it get that when it get that far, because I don't <laughs> want that towards me. And sometimes and I, I, I remember one that I said I, yeah, I had to be talking about uh, Joker one night and I was like, oh, I want to get in here so bad. But if somebody <laughs> says something to me. I'm gonna add them the fuck out, and it's just, it's just going, and it's just gonna be that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I respect, and I, I don't, I don't, I obviously don't know any of y'all super well, but we've had C. Lou on, we've had Ashley on, and I guess you would, you would have missed a piece. So I, I didn't want to be that dude like going into y'all space and acting a fool. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't want to do it. I was like, man, I just, I just let y'all have that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, man. It, it, if uh, don't get us, don't get us wrong. If a person disrespect you, then you gotta hold you for sure. Hold yeah. your own, absolutely. We are gonna let you hold your own. Yeah. Then we'll nice. check them too, because like you, you coming in our space is like you coming in our home. Y'all guess. Yeah. So it's like we're not gonna let nobody disrespect y'all. We'll mute them immediately. And be like, come on, dog. He coming in here to talk sports. Like, mm-hmm. don't try to disrespect him because you don't agree with his opinion. Like that ain't cool. Right. Yeah, right, right, for sure, for sure. So, man, let, let, let's get straight to it, man. I know you a busy man. You got some things to do later on this evening, man. And, but and, and we see you, 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 you representing well. You yes, sir. You yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, <laughs> sir. I mean, look, man. Um, uh, clearly, for a majority of the season, everybody had San Fran going. Um, you know, I'll be, I'll be the first to admit I had Philly earlier on, but once. Once Christian McCaffrey got going a little bit, um, you know, it's, it's, it just is what it is. And um, so y'all there against Kansas City. But before we get into the Super Bowl, talk about San Fran, the season y'all have had and kind of how you sum it up so far. Um, I'm be honest with you, not to sound cocky, like we we expected us to be here because uh the team we you can got say it. We, you can yeah, say it. I mean, yeah. just, to be honest, you know, this team has been together. Like we went 13 and four last year and lost an NFC Championship game. Yeah. So it, it was it's either Super Bowl or bust with this team we got because you know every year in the NFL you you don't keep the same team. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it right. was like you got to get here and you got to win it all. You know what I mean? Kyle, he needs this. Mm-hmm. So um. To start out the year the way we did, you know, a lot of people had Philly and other teams. And I'm like, I mean, we did go 13 and four with three different quarterbacks. So this team is really good. Mm-hmm. But it was all how we needed to start the year. I, I felt as though if we started the year fast, it would give us a chance at the one seed. You know, a lot of people was like, oh, you know, y'all start off slow and all of that. And I'm like, well, if you go back to 2019, we started off six and oh. So I know right. this team is possible of doing that. But I also know our team comes with roller coasters. So we started off five and oh, as I expected. And then I'm like, all right, that roller coaster going to come soon. And then here we go. We lose three in a row. Mm-hmm. Then I'm like, all right, we got to turn it back on. We turn it back on and we go win six in a row. And then I'm like, this Ravens game, everybody like, you like y'all to win? I said, I don't know, dog. Mm-hmm. We struggle. We struggle. We struggle with mobile quarterbacks. They always give us an issue. So I wouldn't be surprised if Lamar Jackson beat us at home and we lose them at home. But then we was able to clinch the one seed. Once we clinched the one seed, I said, all right, we're going to go to the Super Bowl. 
But I ain't going to lie to y'all. These two playoff <laughs> games had my blood pressure real high. Looking that at Detroit that game. game for damn sure. That Detroit uh-huh. game, man, I'm like, I'm with my all my family. We down 24 to 7 at halftime. They like, oh, they going to upset y'all. I said, man, we ain't come this far to lose, man. Like, mm-hmm. we ain't come this far to lose. All I kept thinking was, there's another half of football. We only down 17 points. If we could come out in this third quarter and, and get right to it, we got a chance to get back in the game. And before we knew it, it was 24 up. By the time we turned, we, we tied the game up, I said, all right, we're we going to win this one. But, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm happy that we're in the Super Bowl, but we need this one. Um, I'm tired of us losing in the Super Bowl. I'm, 2012 and 2019 still yes, has sir. a scar on my heart. So we got to win this one. Not to, you know, not to spoil your, you know, your fun or anything like that. But <laughs> I watched those two playoff games, the first one against Green Bay and then Detroit. Boy, the run defense. You know, I'm thinking, okay, Green Bay, up and coming team. They just was it, the moment got too big. They ended up, you know, costing themselves the game. And I'm thinking, okay, 49ers won't get themselves right with the run game. They'll be good. And then here come Detroit with Montgomery and Gibbs. And, you know, they do the same thing and more. Mm-hmm. And so now you're going up against the Chiefs. And they got this cat, Isaiah Pacheco, who's a nasty runner, you know, when they get down to it. The dude runs like he's angry about to punch dudes in the face. Like, how, y- how y'all going <laughs> to deal with that? <laughs> um, We got to be better. Uh, like you said, the Green Bay game, I didn't expect for Aaron Jones to run crazy on us. And then I said, all right, you know, we're going to get it together. We're not going to let Detroit do the same. And then we come out against Detroit and we come out the same way. Um. That's surprising to us. I'm used to our defense really making teams one-dimensional. But I always said that's the best way to beat us is keep us on our heels. You got to be able to run the ball on us. If you're able to run the ball on us, mm-hmm. we're going to be in a dogfight. So um, we got to, for one, we got to give better effort. In that Lions and Packers game, they were terrible effort, man. It wasn't 11 flying to the ball. Like uh, Kyle Shanahan said it in one of the interviews a few days ago. He said, you can't have that mindset that, all right, if I don't get to him, somebody else going to make the tackle. No, you got to finish the play out and make sure you make a play. Don't assume that the, the person in front of you is going to make the tackle because then what if he don't? You'll see what Jameer Gibbs did, and he went to the house and scored. Or that sure. that that that's reverse that Jameson Williamson scored. I mean, Williams mm-hmm. scored on. Mm-hmm. So it's just a mentality that everybody got to fly to the ball, and the missed tackles has been an issue. Honestly, the missed tackles has been an issue during the season too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so it's like we got to clean those two things up. And I feel like, you know, John Lynch said it better. He said um, he would be shocked if we wasn't on our game. And we, you got to be. It's the Super Bowl. It's you can't, Bowl. you can't, you can't play no less than that, man. You yeah. got to leave it all out there. So I'm confident that we'll, we'll get it together because if we don't, Pacheco, he's going to be running all over us. And he reminds me of uh, Marshawn Lynch. They're not the same player, but his mm-hmm. run style, yeah, he reminds sure. me of beast mode. So. I can see it. I can see that. I can see that just, just in his demeanor. Yeah. Um, how far are you concerned? With uh, so I like to say, and I and I think I think you would say the same thing that y'all were a bad Jimmy Garoppolo pass away from beating uh beating the Chiefs in 2019. Absolutely. How um how concerned are you that Brock Purdy is going to come into that same situation and not make the throw? Mm. See, I will say I'm more I'm more confident in Brock. Okay. Because I think Brock doesn't let the moment he, the moment's not too big for him, and okay. he he gave us he gave us a glimpse of that during the season. Uh, the Cleveland Browns game, he didn't have a good game against Cleveland. 
But he put us in a position to win that game against a really good defense, and our kicker missed the field goal. Mm-hmm. Right. So it, that let me know, like, all right, Brock, if we get into that situation again, I feel comfortable with you being able to handle that situation. If you look at the Packers game, Debo was hurt. So Brock had to play with everybody else, and when we needed a drive to win the game, Brock put a drive together to win the game. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I just feel yeah. like the the moment's not too big with him. With Jimmy Garoppolo, I had I was on the edge of my bed because you knew, like, oh, my God, I cringed every time he threw a pass because you mm-hmm. didn't know if he was, like you said, he was going to overthrow somebody or he was going to throw an interception. Yeah. So yeah. it's like I, I just – Brock's giving me more confidence that he can get the job done if he's put in that situation. Is so he, my guy – Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Is he a game manager? See, there's nothing wrong with being a game manager. I agree. I agree. I 100% agree. Like, it's not a bad thing. You know what I mean? Some of the greatest, uh, if we're going to say it, the GOAT was a game manager. Is a game manager. He's a game manager. 100%. He was a game manager. But he just was better at it than a lot of other people. He he knew how to not put the ball in harm's way. And he knew if he had to put a drive together to win the game, he knew how to do that. Mm -hmm. It's It's okay if you're not a Lamar Jackson or a Josh Allen or Mahomes, or it's okay. Yeah, you can still get the job done being who you are and win Super Bowls. You know, yeah. everybody wasn't them. So yeah. I agree. I agree one hundred percent. It's okay to be a game manager. It's okay in my opinion. I got one more question. Yeah. I let you go, Trey. Go ahead. Go ahead. Where does he rank on your team? Is he number ten? I got the count because I, I thought I thought he was being a little crazy. I thought my man yeah, was, being a, was a crazy. Crazy. Yeah. being a little crazy. I thought he was being a little crazy. But yeah. I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm sitting at my day job talking to my peoples, and I'm like, <laughs> "Now I'm not gonna give him ten. He's I not. gave him. I gave him like, <laughs> but I did give him like seven or eight. Yeah, I mean, if you compl- if you include in the defense, he's like seven or eight. If yeah. if you if it's just the offensive side of the ball. I would say he's probably like five, four or five. I was gonna say five. Yeah, he's like five. If you just yeah, if you're just the offense, but if you're including the defense, yes, he's like seven, eight. You know, I mean, it's not his fault here around like seven all pro. Yeah, players. right. Yeah, you know. Yeah, right, right, right. What are you gonna do? Like, I just feel like Cam, man. Be I, a little spicy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man. Be a little spicy. He's been and, a little I, and I'm a huge fan of Cam. Always been a huge fan of Cam Newton. So it's like I don't knock his opinion. Yeah, I just think yeah, and, and, and look again. When you got a team that's stacked like that, it is not crazy for your quarterback who, you know, whether you like it or love it, is a game manager who plays his offense well. Like, it's not terrible to say that it's 10 other guys. Like, hell, I would imagine you would want that many skilled players around you. That's what I'm and, saying. And, and, and quite <laughs> Make frankly, it easy on you. And quite frankly, look at the guy's salary. Brock, I'm talking about. His salary compared to the other guys that are on the defense the offensive weapons for the 49ers. When you build a team like that and you've got big money in a Debo Samuel, a Fred Warner, a Nick Bosa, then yeah. I mean, of course you're going to be, you know, if you're the quarterback that's making only $800,000, you're probably going to be in that six to 10 range as far as who the best player is on the team. So, you know. Yeah, it, it just makes sense. If you got a quarterback that's under a rookie contract, and you got to put all the talent around him. I don't see why you don't. That's that's the biggest window to do it. Right. That's you know the mean? perfect window to do that's it. That's the perfect window perfect. to do it. You got he got he's the cheapest person on the team. I mean, you eventually gonna have to pay him, especially if Brock win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You eventually gonna have to pay him. But this is expand your window to put all this talent talent around him to win one. You know what I mean? So I mean, but we, we gotta win one because uh yeah, the, I can see 
we're gonna be making some changes next year. So gotta get it done now. For sure. So so my so my guy, uh Sean Sim, shout out to my homie there in uh Facebook live chat. So he, he seems to be a 49ers hater and says uh. that you guys shouldn't be in the Super Bowl in the first place. And I think I know where he's getting to. He's getting to the two games in the playoffs. He's talking about some of the fluky plays, which I want to ask you about, by the way. The throw in the Detroit game that Ayuk got after it bounced off of the Detroit defender. Um, you know, it's luck, but I've always said you need luck in these playoffs to kind of get to where you got to go. Um, your your thoughts on that play, because that was a crazy play when really you guys needed that play to happen. I mean, it was a hell of a play. It could have been a pick, but, you know, the yeah. defensive back didn't do his job. I mean, it's it's not Brock's fault. I mean, Brock definitely threw a bad pass, and yeah. the, the D-back mm-hmm. didn't do his right. job, and Ayuk made the best of it. And it was a play we needed at that that point of the game. And actually, it changed the whole the whole landscape of the game once he caught that pass because we scored after that. And then I think the next drive, uh, we made Jameer Gibbs fumble, and we went down and scored again. Mm. Um, yeah. I, I, at the same token... I don't want to say we shouldn't be there. You, it's not our fault that Dan Campbell decided to go for it twice on fourth down when he should have kicked field goals. Yeah. Yep. But yeah. Yep. Uh, shout out to Ashley Baker. She said that the way Dan Campbell coaches is going to eventually hurt him in the playoffs. Yeah. Always going for for fourth down and not taking mm-hmm. the points. But keeping in mind, he did it against the Cowboys earlier in the season mm-hmm. where he went four for two, and they the even though the penalty was bogus, right? Should have kicked the field goal right there to take it in overtime. Mm-hmm. They gave you another chance to kick the field goal. You still went for it. They gave you another chance again to kick right. the field goal. Right. And you went for two again. So it's like you not it's like the Warriors. You live by the three, die by the three. And he is you you he live and die by fourth down and it and it cost him. Yeah, for sure. I mean you gotta res- you gotta respect somebody that like to gamble like that. But sometimes like Trey says, you gotta know when to get up off the get up off get up off the table. You yeah. gotta know when to get up off the table, brother. Yeah, for sure. I said have I, I Dan Campbell is the guy at the casino at the roulette table that bets red five straight times and it hits <laughs> black and he keep wanting to bet red and he loses all his money and he never leaves the table. <laughs> that's 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 Dan Campbell right there. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I don't know when to get up, man. Uh, yeah. A a barbershop sports talk podcast long debate or at least season long debate that we've been having that we need you to answer for us, heavy. Uh-oh. Um, who is more important to your offense, Debo Samuel's or Trent Williams? Ah. Uh. I'm honestly have to say Trent Williams. Thank I'm about to go with Trent Williams. Thank you. Uh, if you look at our run game, when when he's not there, look at our numbers running to the left side of the field without Trent Williams. We go from averaging five yards per carry to about three yards per carry when Trent Williams isn't on the field. And it's more difficult for us to pass the ball without him on the field. Uh, don't get me wrong. Debo is a huge part of our offense. But as you can see, we just won a game, a playoff game. Debo got hurt. And we were still able to win a playoff game with because we had yeah. Trent Williams. We still was able yeah. to run the ball. We still was able to throw the ball. So I, I think um, Trent Williams is definitely if we if I had to pick two, Trent Williams is definitely more valuable. Yeah, we 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 okay. we we got to arguing a little bit about it, and okay. I knew I was right, and I knew okay. I was right, but it was okay. cool. I got another. Yeah. I got I got another debate. Better wide receiver, Brandon Brandon Ayuk or Debo Samuel? Oh, uh, Brandon Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk is the. I don't be. Uh, I don't now, be now, now, Maestro, who who had that debate with you? 
It was you. <laughs> you was trying to tell me that Debo wait, wait, Debo, that Debo was better than Ayuk? Was a better wide receiver. I don't remember I, that. I don't remember I, that convo. I don't forget I ever said it then. Don't even worry I, about it. No, I don't remember that. I'm saying that. okay. I'm saying Combo. okay. All right, cool. Don't, don't forget I, don't, I, I forget I ever okay. said it. Just don't ever say it again. <laughs> uh, well, well, look, I mean, I'll say this. I'll say this. When Debo did go out in the Packer game, that offense looked real different. And I said at the time, I said, okay, we we gonna find out because those three games that he missed, those were the same three games that Trent missed. So right. at that time, it was really hard to tell who was more important. So when Debo went out the game, I was like, all right, now we about to really find out who's more important. And like you said, Hev, you know, they came out, he won the game. Trent was still in there, and so I, I, I got to give it to the homie Trent, man. Yeah, that, but that's what I was trying to tell you, man. Trent is a all Hall of Fame offensive lineman at 35, 36 years old, still playing top five left that. tackle, yep. playing left, top five left tackle in the league. He was like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's amazing what he's doing at his age, man. I'm watching him because I forget what game I was watching this year, and they just – Hey, just keep running left. We ain't even gonna run right. Just keep running at left, and they just—it uh, was crazy. It was crazy. Make sure I, I be trying to tell them all the time, dog. Like I, when, even because Kyle, I, I'm very critical of Kyle, and sometimes Kyle like to get cute, and I just be like, Kyle, if you don't put Kyle, use checking all pro fullback in the backfield and run behind Trent Williams, dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. Until yeah. they show you, you they can stop it. You better keep running to the left side of the field, dog. And I promise you, any running back on your roster, you can do that same thing and still you put Elijah Mitchell in, and I don't even know who's behind him. Whoever you want to put on that roster and, and that setup, is you, you're probably going to see success. That's how good Trent Williams is. That's how good Yushchek uh, is. Yeah. Um, you spoke about Kyle Shanahan, and um, <laughs> I want to know your opinion on this. So we had uh, – shout out my man, Ross. So he, we had him on earlier in the season, and he was of the ilk of – this is Super Bowl or bust, obviously. But if they do not, if he, if y'all don't win the Super Bowl, he's ready to fire Cal Shanahan. No, man, no, <laughs> no. This is what this is what killed me with our fan base. I love if it. You, <laughs> if you fire Cal Shanahan, who the hell are you gonna go get? That's what I said. But he convinced <laughs> me. I ain't gonna lie. He said, he said, with with my man, and, and I'm paraphrasing. If he, right, if you see this, and I'm wrong, correct me. I love to be corrected sometimes. Um. He was saying that Cal Shanahan has wasted so much time by not a not getting a real like a one of them quarterbacks per se. Um, Garoppolo, you know, uh, low, I don't don't get me to going into yeah, history. Yeah, CJ Beathard, Nick uh, Mullins, like all these. He had yeah. all these scrub basically. He had all these scrub quarterbacks and was like, "You're going to be able to succeed because you're in my system." And um, because you're in my system and I got this great defense around you, it don't matter who play quarterback. If you just don't make too many mistakes, we should be successful. And at this point, with this good of a roster, we can't keep playing like that. We need somebody that's actually good enough to win the game. Um, Now, obviously, this is before Brock Purdy kind of had the season he had this season. Um, But um, he is of the – and and maybe by this time, I haven't spoken to him since y'all got to the Super Bowl, but he was like flat out, fire him. If he he don't win a Super Bowl, I'm all film, and he need to be fired, 
And I'm not going to be a, I'm going to be a, uh, I guess a, a quiet 49ers fan until he's fired. I, I'll say it like this, man. Um, now I would, I am say, well, the year we could have got Tom Brady after we lost the Super Bowl, I think Kyle should have went after him that year. Okay, you know what I mean. We were that close. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, but he wanted it. Kyle, Kyle has an ego to him too. As a facts, coach. facts, he does. Yep. Yep. And I be trying to tell people that he coaches that way sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I he he should have let Jimmy go when Jimmy missed that throw, y'all. Yeah, I knew right then and there we couldn't win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Kyle felt like, oh, we got to the Super Bowl with Jimmy. We can run it back with him. And then Jimmy had to show him, like, nah, bro, I'm really not that dude. Yeah. And we missed our wave on Tom Brady, and Brady went to the Bucks and won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, so, what was it? The Rams game in the in the NFC Championship game, where that was a close game, and, and, and couldn't Jimmy get it done in that point. Yeah. Couldn't get it done. And it's like, we lost to them by a field goal, but if we would have had a better quarterback, we would have won that game. So mm-hmm. it's just like... I will give Kyle some credit, though, in a sense, because he did try to go after Aaron Rodgers, but Green Bay said no. Yeah. He tried to go after Deshaun Watson, but then Deshaun Watson had that whole little situation yeah. going yeah. on. Did he yeah. uh, Did he go after Kirk? Did he go after Kirk? Ah, <laughs> uh, he did go after Kirk, but yeah. then Minnesota wasn't with it. So it just was like Kyle did try to go after a quarterback, but then, you know, we went up after Trey Lance, and I was like, all right, cool, let's see what Trey Lance got. Trey Lance didn't pan out. And come to find out, Kyle said Brock was the best quarterback on our roster the whole time. Mm-hmm. So h- here we are now. Now, I'm not going to say if we lose, fire Kyle Shanahan, because, like, come on, man. He built this team from the ground up from 2017. Yeah. This Facts. team was bad in 2017. He Facts. inherited it. He yeah. went through free agency, went through the uh, the draft, and, and built this team together. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, why would you get rid of a good head coach? Because he hasn't won a Super Bowl. Now, I get you, you upset that we haven't won one, but who you going to replace him with? What head coach you going to go out there and get mm-hmm. to replace him yeah. with? Mm-hmm. I, un- I understood him. I-, I-, I was on his side. I mean, he he convinced me. He was so passionate. I was like, you know what? I'm with you. Fuck I, I it. Was, I, don't I, was, I was on his side. I, yeah, I was, on, I was side. on his side because I wasn't on his side at first. I was saying the same shit you were saying. I was saying, like, matter of fact, he was in our chat the week before he was on the show. And I'm like, nah, bro, you tripping. Like, are you you realize how good y'all are right now? Like that would be crazy to fire him. Like ain't no coach gonna come in here and do that. But he came nah, on the man. show that next week and was like, "Nah, Maestro, woo woo woo, this that and the third. I was like, "Fuck, you say like you like you a forty nine er fan? I gotta believe you more than than I believe myself sometimes." You, you want the chip? You want? And the I chip. was like, you know what, man? You know what? Fuck it, I'm riding with you. <laughs> I'm riding with you. And, and, yeah, we, and we got some people in our fan base that feel that way. If he yeah. doesn't win. Fire him, but I'm like, who we gonna replace him with? Yeah, we gonna fire him and pick up who? You yeah, people yeah, like Ben Johnson. Because you kind of would have to change your whole offensive scheme, right? So I understand it from that standpoint. I do get it. And the players love Kyle. They yeah. love him. They, yeah. You know what I mean? That connection with your players, it matters. It matters. It matters a whole lot. And the organization love him. Jay York, our owner, he loves Kyle. He said, regardless of what happened with Kyle, he loves Kyle. So that lets you know, like, Kyle ain't going nowhere. Mm. And I'm fine with that. Have mm. I got a chance to compete in the NFC Championship or Super Bowl damn near every year? I am absolutely fine with that. Yep, I'd rather have a chance at that to be talking about who we drafted next year. Yeah, facts. Hey, hey Young Hev, how did you feel about the whole Trey Lance situation? All right. So to be honest with y'all, I was uh, I was high on Trey Lance when we took him. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, he got hurt the year we was going to give him a chance because I was over Jimmy Garoppolo. But I was high on the potential what Trey Lance could do in a Kyle Shanahan type of offense, the strong mm-hmm. arm, how mobile he is. I'm like, Dan, he could use him how he used RG3. Right. Like, that's what I was thinking with Trey Lance. Yeah. But then 
I felt like part of me felt like, damn, Trey ain't get the opportunity to really show what he can do. But in the back of my mind, I had to think about it like, have he kind of did because you got to look at Brock. One thing that you, you get taught in life, when you get an opportunity, you got to make the you got to take the most of it and make the best of it. Mm-hmm. Brock Purdy wasn't getting all of the reps last year. Trey and Jimmy was. Right. But that little window that Brock got was against the Miami Dolphins. And then Brock took his advantage and he ran with it. Yeah. He, he yeah. made the best of his opportunity. When Trey got his opportunities, he didn't make the best of them. And, yeah. and, and I saw it in that preseason game this year against the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Trey was looking all timid and all of that. Mm-hmm. Kyle traded him the next week, and I said, I mean, I'm kind of mad, but at the same token, I'm like, Trey, you had an opportunity to show Kyle what you had, and you ain't come through, bro. Well, let's be clear. I told Trey, once I read, once they said Brock Purdy is going to be fine for training camp, Trey Lance is gone. <laughs> <laughs> he did enough. I'm sorry. That yeah. last year, like, look, y'all could have possibly been in the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah like, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I said one. I, look, I look. I think it's it's going to be way easier. I mean, maybe not now if y'all win a Super Bowl, but it's going to be way easier to. It would have been way easier to pay a seventh round draft pick than a first round draft pick. Um, it's, it's it's just too many. Is and, and he's already proven that he can play in this offense at a high level. Yeah, they was. I putting, agree with you. Yeah, they was putting him in the, in there. He was statistically up there with the big with the big niggas. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, so nah, a seventh round that's playing with the big niggas in your offense. Yeah, Trey Lance gone. Like, let, let's, I'm, look, I'm mad it didn't get rid of him sooner and maybe got a higher, you know, a higher, you know, better compensation. Yeah, that is true. So, and I get you. And that, and that really makes sense. It's like, you know, Brock earned his chance to be our quarterback the, the, the next year. I said, he, I mean, he took us to the NFC Championship game. So, like, I get it. It just was like, uh, I mean, in the beginning of the year, I had a video where I was snapping on Kyle. I'm yeah. like, bro, you you gave up all these picks to get Trey Lance. You could have got Micah Parsons with that pick. You could have got Panay Sewell with that pick. Right, you know right, what I'm saying? Right, you could have right. got Patrick Sertain with that pick, a player I wanted. Right. You took it for a quarterback that you ended up trading. But now I can't be mad at Kyle because you you were right. That yeah. quarterback, the third quarterback on the team got us in the Super Bowl. And that's what that's what Trey, that's what Trey was telling me. But I'm like, bruh. You're not going to sit here and I get it. Y'all gave up a lot and it was wrong. It didn't work out for you. But yeah. you're not but about to sit here. <laughs> but it's more of a reason why I think our homie Rod is like, yo, he need to win or he, he got to go. Nah, but I feel like at this stage, Brock Purdy in his second year has done enough for y'all to say, even if he, they don't win, I got something I can build on. Like, let's be clear. We, talking about, we were talking about Brock Purdy for MVP this year. Yeah, let's be clear. That was the conversation. So right. you know, right. yeah. So we, you, we can't sit here and act like like I get it. Cut your losses while you like knowing when to get up off the damn table. This Trey Lance experience table. is over. That, that's that's not even that's not affect Brock Purdy's confidence. That's not if affect it his experience. Yeah, that's not affect <laughs> his morale. Let's let him know that you are our guy, our guy, and, and go on and get that young that other young dude out of here. They even went on to say shit like Sam Donald was a better quarterback than Trey Lance. Like, come yeah, on, yeah. yeah, I'm like, come on, man. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah that that that's crazy. That's looking crazy. back, but looking back on it, I feel they was doing that to stroke Brock Purdy ego. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, the team and that team is cocky too. The San Francisco's cocky because they sent him to the team that they knocked out the playoffs two mm-hmm. straight years in a row. And was like, I ah, would we'll just give him to the Cowboys. Well, let's be clear. You know, I, we, I said that too. 
Any, any any type of an injury, Trey Lance wasn't seeing that field this year. Yeah. They was, gonna put Darn, they was gonna put Darnold sure. in. They wasn't gonna put yeah, Trey. They would have yeah. put Darnold in. Yeah. Yeah. Was. No, I mean, but even in Dallas, that get injured. Oh, yeah. Trey's not going in. Yeah, Cooper Rush would have went in. They He's wouldn't have put Trey in. in. Yeah. Well, sure, sure. So yeah. so it really they it was really like it was really like, hey man. What y'all got for this? Because I'm just trying to get him off my books. I'm really yeah. just trying to get him <laughs> off my books. And it was the smarter move because Brock is the cheaper route than Trey was. So yeah. it was definitely the smarter move for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. And for here sure. y'all are on the Super Bowl. So, yeah. you know. So, yeah, so here we are, man. I, I I need to get projection, how you see the Super Bowl going. And um, if you are, are you, if you are an into predictions person this early in the week, give us the score prediction. Um, I like the 49ers 30, 30 to 20. 30 to 20. I think the Chiefs haven't given up 30 points all year. I think we, I think we break mm-hmm. that mode of not get them not giving up 30 points all year. I think we change that because I mean, if we playing at the top of our game offensively, can't nobody stop us offensively. I don't care who mm-hmm. you are. Mm-hmm. So I think if, I think if we're clicking offensively, uh, we'll put up 30 on them. And I think we will win 30 to 20. I think the way to beat the Chiefs is we got to make them score points. We can't make Mahomes feel like he can just manage the game because his defense is holding it right, down. Right, right. We got to right, force their offense right. to score. And I think if we put mm-hmm. we get put in that position, we'll win the game. I like it. I like it. Trey, score prediction. How you see the game going? Well, prediction, Um, so I, I, think, I think the Chiefs are going to win, uh, uh, sadly. And, you know. Is it sad? You ain't gotta say sad because you got a forty nine. Listen, I, I, listen, I, I ain't <laughs> mad at nobody. Yeah. It's hard to bet against Mahomes, so I ain't yes. knocking nobody for picking it, Mahomes. It's, it's it, look, my look. I thought my team was supposed to beat them last week. Got that you ass. I'm saying, and I thought we. I thought oh, you were. Oh, thought, you a Ravens fan? Mm-hmm. Yes, I thought. Oh yeah, I knew y'all wasn't gonna beat them, bro. Sorry to tell you. We knew, nah. No, yeah, knew. I did. Nah. I, listen, I told. Listen, nah. I told. I told my sports at the dark crew early in the week. I said, "Yo, they not the Kansas City gonna go up in there and beat them." Why did you? Why you? Why would you feel that way? I'm interested. Yeah, because yeah. Mahomes been there before. Like the AFC Championship mm. game is a regular is a regular season game to him. The, the more okay. pressure was on Baltimore. They was at home. They was basically the best team in the league. Lamar Jackson about to be the two time MVP. Yeah, all the pressure was on them. It was a regular game for Mahomes Agreed. and them. So it, with all points, know, man. Yeah, man. Ah oh, man, with all points. Yeah, yeah. But, I, I did pick the Ravens to win, and I'm a Steelers fan, so I did. But I did pick the Ravens to win. <laughs> but I'm so glad. I'm, I'm so glad that they were not ready for the moment. Um, <laughs> he got. I got yelled at. He yelled at me uh, uh, on somebody else's show. Talking about, I, I said, well, look, man, Todd Monken is not experienced enough to do this. And he yeah. got mad at me. Well, college. He was a he Georgia college. I said, bro, this ain't the college. This ain't this college football. This level. is not college. This is NFL. No. And he got mad at he Let me ask you something. He yelled at me. No, hold on. I, my I definitely need to hurt. come back on the show. I didn't know this was a Steelers and a Ravens fan. I yeah. definitely need to come back on the show during the season next oh, year. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, you fam- oh, you family. You family yeah, yeah, at this absolutely. point. I need well, to see certain. that energy for sure. <laughs> but, 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 Hev, question for you. And I, and I know I got to get you out of here. Yeah. Um, game plan. When you when when you're when you're an offensive coordinator and you have to make a game plan for a particular team in a championship game, Todd Munkin has done that before. That right. that was that was that was my thing. Right. Todd Munkin was on a team in Georgia that won back to back national championships. 
Right. He had to put a game plan together to win those championships. That's so, true. That so is it's true. like, okay, if 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 he's done game plans before, what is the problem with him doing a game plan in the National Football League in the AFC Championship game? It's the National Football League. I'll keep AFC trying to explain to it's, him it's different. that these you got to go deeper than like you got to go in detail with that. You, I mean, sir, I, what what heavy? I'm sorry. I, what I tried to explain to him was is that the fact that he put that game plan in play. In that moment, says everything that I need to see about the term of him having a lack of experience in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Why would you? Why would you overthink it? Sure. You have you have the best athlete at quarterback. I, thrower, maybe Patrick Mahomes is a better thrower. If you put running, throwing the ball, Lamar Jackson is him. For sure. Why not put it in his yeah. hands and make him run the ball when he want to run it and throw it when he want to throw it? They trying mm-hmm. to turn it, and it, and this ain't the this ain't a Lamar thing, um, but it is a Lamar thing. I'm, Top Monken should have said, "Hey, look, halftime. Let's say just halftime. Hey, man, this throwing shit ain't working." Right, hey, Lamar. Lamar. Yeah. He, he, Lamar. He did it the previous week. Right. He did it the, the previous ball. week. Right. But he what? did not do it when it mattered When it mattered most. the most. That's, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Right. You're saying that it. doesn't... You you keep trying to say that that doesn't speak to experience. I'm saying right. Right. that absolutely that speaks that to, experience. Speak to experience. I'm saying that absolutely speaks to experience. And that's yeah, where because, we disconnected. Yeah, because y'all defense held them down. Y'all defense yeah. kept... Kept Kansas City's offense off the field for real. Yeah, in the second Monkey, half. Yeah, yeah Monkey yeah, kept trying out. to make Lamar throw the ball when he like I what Maestro said he should have put Lamar in a position where he could use his legs more and make a decision if he wanted to throw the ball. Right, yeah. right. You should have put it in the hands of Lamar Jackson and said, "Win us the game," and he yeah. didn't do that because yeah. he wasn't a, he wasn't experienced enough to say, "This is what I got on my team." So everything I tried to do in the first half didn't work. My adjustment should have been now. Now I'll say this. Don't don't make in response yeah. to that. Okay, but heavy gotta what, go. What, don't don't what, make us what, do this. What? <laughs> don't make it. Don't. I don't want to rehash it. Well, don't don't rehash it. Okay. Our hey, points are made. I got I got to get young Hev. I got to get you out of here. I got to get up, you out of here, man. Um, top five, top five 49ers players all time. Your list. Your list, man. In no particular I, order. No particular, no particular order. order. Yeah, that, yep. I think that's fair. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Terrell Owens. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah, that's my that's my favorite player of all time on the respect. 49ers is Terrell Owens. Terrell With all due respect, how old are you? How old are you? I'm 37. So okay. I'm yeah. a part of the Steve Young era. Right. So. I'm 40. So yeah, yeah, we were same, same, yeah, same. We all yes. <laughs> yeah. So I'll say Terrell Owens, Jerry Rice, Deion Sanders, mm-hmm. um, Patrick Willis. Okay. I like Patrick Willis. Uh, I'm gonna put Fred Warner. I'll put hmm. Fred Warner at five. Hmm. That's, That's an interesting list. I mean, it, I like there's so many other people I could have put yeah, in there. Right, yeah, but... yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> nah, I like that. No, I, I I like your list because you said you're 37 years old, so obviously you're kind of coming in on the tail end of the Montana era. Yeah. So yeah. you're talking about the 49ers that you've seen coming up exactly. in your lifetime. So exactly. I, I could appreciate that list. Yeah, exactly. and, and we, we got a thing on the show where we kind of hate when people do a whole lot of 
Oh, Bill Russell was the greatest. Nigga, you ain't seen Yeah, Bill you Russell, ain't watched. Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. I never been that dude. Like, yeah, if I've never right. seen you play, I'm not going to speak on that. I respect yeah. your accolades, but I'm going to go off the players I've seen. Right. Like, right. when they say Bill Russell, I will never say, I'll say no. Uh, to me, Shaq is the most dominant center I've seen Facts. of Facts. all time because I've watched Facts. him dominate people. Like, right. Don't get right. out of here with that Bill Russell, Russell 11 rings bullshit. Yeah, 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 yeah. We don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't check that over here. That's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> hey, man, uh, we appreciate you. We appreciate you playing. Um, you know what I'm saying? We know you're doing your thing. Busy man. Last thing before you go, plug anything you want to plug. Let us know where they can find, where the listeners can find you. Uh, on t- Twitter, t- Instagram, and TikTok, I'm at uh, youngheavy 24 um you also know uh i do sports after dark after hours that's our youtube channel you can find us on twitter as well as sports a dark underscore where we do our spaces and everything at um and i have my own youtube channel which is called let's talk heavy where i talk 49ers i talk lakers and i try to mix real life and sports into it so i try to veer away from talking sports everything and try to talk the relationship side with sports and any of many other things so that's a lot Oh I'll yeah, okay. cool. I didn't know, know about that, so cool. I'm gonna tap. I'm gonna tap in with that for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I appreciate that, and I definitely got to come back on here, man. I enjoy how y'all talk sports. This is my lane right here. This is why. Yeah, I yeah, like, yeah. I'm cool. Yeah, I'm cool with. Hey, man. Hey, I'm gonna tell you when you're wrong. We gonna we gonna all be respectful. Yeah, you know absolutely, you absolutely. Know? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that that's why that's that's my man. That's been my man for. 20 over well over 20 I, years. I was about to say you could tell y'all been tight with each other because i've been the same way how y'all are i'm with my folks like that 20 years plus yeah. going at it all day yep. talking sports so like yeah. this why this feel like home for me i would definitely enjoy to come back on here that's man. what's Absolutely, up yeah man. that's what's up Absolutely. that's yeah, that's what it is because that's how we started man um we, we i was like bro i don't see you enough no more you know he married i'm out here you know, pretty, <laughs> nah, you know. Nah, nah. I'm out here sinning. Yeah, I'm out here sinning. You know what I'm saying? I'm out here sinning. You know what I'm saying? So I can't, I can't involve him as much as right. you know we used to back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's yeah. a good opportunity for us to link up in the week, talk a little sports, and you know, make sure everybody good on both sides, man. So that's, that's yeah, that's what's up. So yeah, man, we appreciate you, man. We'll see you in these uh, internet streets. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and I'm gonna make sure I shoot you that follow too, so we can stay stay connected, man. Yeah, definitely, I'll connect with y'all, man. Definitely, I yeah. definitely want to get back on her during basketball season because I'm sure y'all gonna For talk sure. some basketball. I'm, yes. I'm, I'm getting ready as yes, soon as sir. soon as the Super Bowl is over. I'm gonna tap yeah, we back transition in. right yeah, into the yeah, NBA. Yeah. yeah, I mean, my yeah. team ain't much to talk about, but yeah, you know. mine ain't either. They get <laughs> on my nerves right now. Well, but. you're you're. You, I heard you say Lakers. My team is the Wizards. So, oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So it's a whole bunch of <laughs> so a bunch of Babylon and purgatory going on on my side. <laughs> well, I can't wait to talk NBA. So. Yeah, yeah, it'll be a fun to come back on here for sure, definitely. Absolutely, my guy, my guy, man. Right, Don't man. have appreciate yes, you, man. Appreciate y'all. Much my love guy. to y'all, be brothers. All right. Yes, sir. Be All right, brothers. All right, it's the homie uh, Young Hev right there. Sports After Dark uh, uh, with him, Chris Lewis, Ashley Baker. Check them out on YouTube. Also on the Twitter Spaces and all that good stuff, man. They uh, good peoples. Yeah, man. Certain, man. Good dude, man. I, I mean, I be seeing, the, I be, you know, every now and then, uh, I guess when, uh, when he and, and Ashley got engaged. Um, yeah. You know, cause we followed the kind of, the kind of same sports timeline in some respects. So mm-hmm. I, all of a sudden, all his videos, him dancing and all that, you know, and weddings <laughs> and all that shit started yeah. popping up. So it was good to, you know, kind of match the videos with the face and the personality, man. Shout out to the uh, shout out to Young Hev. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, no I problem. don't. I don't know how much more you got, man. But AB out here, AB out here, wilding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I got, I got plenty. I got plenty. Not I, plenty that's gonna take us another hour, but I, I do yeah, got some stuff. Yeah. But what's what's going on with AB, man? So, um, you know, I'm out here sinning and shit. So uh, while while your a, a lot of your Twitter is obviously a lot of sports and New York based stuff. Uh, yep. my timeline is a lot of sports, music based stuff, mm-hmm. and 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 bitches and porno, bitches showing porno on on Twitter, right? With so, Titty Tuesday, uh, Titty Tuesday, <laughs> uh, uh, Sophie, Sophie Rain, uh, you know, like a, a whole bunch of sin, a whole bunch of sin to say the least. Uh-huh. So, um, so there's this thing. I, I'm not. I, I wasn't. I wasn't aware of this, but I, I, I got very aware of it once AB did this. There's this mm-hmm. thing on Twitter called engagement farming. Are you familiar with the term? No. Okay, so essentially, engagement farming is. Uh, I'm sure you've seen this post before. Um, if you want to see me naked, send me a DM. Or I've, I've seen that. Or seen that. or or yep. um, uh, you ever seen this girl before? She her her new got leaked, or you know what I'm saying? Or right, right. you know what I'm saying? So when you go and then when you go into the oh or here's the famous one. Hey, mm. uh, send me a picture of your ass. Mm. Like somebody mm. randomly be like, send me a picture yep. of your ass. I don't know who these people are. Yep. So right. when you go into the comments, this is similar to Titty Tuesday. So when you go into the comments, it's mm. just a list of ass, titties, porn, etc. All types of, you know, just freaky shit. Right. So um, <laughs> AB mm-hmm. posted that, po- put a post up the other day saying, yeah, y'all. Show me y'all ass. <laughs> so, like, so the first two two to maybe ten tweets was like, oh, shit, AB must be doing bad. He's trying to get people to engage on his page. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, like, like people, right, like, right. legit, like, clowning a nigga. Like, like, yeah. like, so I was one, I'm wondering, you know, like, I'm wondering, how's, how's my man doing, man? Like, how, like, do you, th- do you think, he hurting for money. Like I don't want to be too AB? crazy on the pocket um, watch, but I I don't know because I, I know I you can monetize. I would assume. Let me say I, I would assume. I would yeah. assume that there's a way to monetize engagement farming. Like if you get a lot of people on your time on your comments, right. and I, right. I would assume right. there's a way to to monetize that with mm-hmm. the uh, uh, I forget the name of that uh, that thing on it uh, on Twitter. But um, why is he doing this, man? <laughs> Um, I don't think he I just want. I don't think he wanted to see ass like I that. Think, nigga's I rich. think he's doing it. I think he's doing it because he Antonio Brown. Um, I, th- I mean, there's been a lot of things that he's done that you're kind of like, okay, what are you doing? Yet I'm not surprised that you're doing it. Like he's leaked. And maybe it wasn't him that was leaking this stuff, but maybe about a year or so ago. Yeah, you know, the video. To, of yeah, him. there's no need to go back there. Not, I know what you're saying. Girl, he was piping his girl. Yeah. Yeah, some some white girl, right? And then um, the thing in the pool. I ain't, I don't right, wanna, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't want to get into yeah, no that. homo. But, but he, yeah, he he been you know out there like that, right? Yeah. So, you know, with this thing you're telling me about, um, number one, I'm not surprised. Number two, when it comes to the money part of it, um, 
I don't know if he's broke or not or he's in need of money, but that is a way to to get money. I guess monetize, I guess. So But you would think that somebody and, and, and maybe I'm, you know, if maybe I'm overstepping my boundaries and if he hear this and don't like it, I this is not that was not my intent. Oh <laughs> um, <laughs> you would think he's a little above engagement farming. He's he's fucking Antonio Brown, soon to be Hall of Fame, wide wide receiver. Um what happened with the record deal? He never had a record deal. He just was rapping. He had he has the money to rap. He don't have to sign oh, a record deal. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, thought, I don't know why I thought Kanye signed him or something. No, know. no. His engagement. Damn. I just you just reminded me that you don't hear about him and Kanye no more. But he was working at Kanye's school. That's what he was doing. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just right. realized you don't hear them talking about you know or in the I, right. I, I, you haven't seen them. I don't know that anything went wrong. I'm just lately. saying you don't see it. At one point it was, you know. It was frequent right, for yeah, a while. Right. And now it's been kind of died down. Lately. Right. Yeah. Um, hey man, um, I'll say this. If that was your intention, and I don't know your financial situation, um, and regardless of how wild you are or been or what people say about you, A B, you are a Hall of Fame wide receiver. Um, and yeah, I think you could find uh more I think you could find more efficient ways if that's what you were trying to do. Hear me and hear me good. There's way more. You don't have to. You don't. You you Antonio Brown don't have to play this engagement farming game. And here's another question: At one point, he was a a, a quote unquote regular on Cam podcast. What happened with that? Yeah, yeah. Because I was saying when I guess after the first episode, he was on there. There were comments saying, yo, hey, Cam, Mace, y'all, this is a bad idea. AB going to ruin y'all. You know, I'm kind of paraphrasing. Yeah. But people were saying that him being on there weekly was going to be a bad idea. And I was defending Cam and Mace and saying, this is actually the lane that Antonio Brown should right. be on. Right. Because ain't no other major network going to give AB the time of day to talk football. So. Yeah. This is it right here. And, and by the uh, way, I love I what they're doing. I love. I mean, I don't watch this. I don't watch that pod as much nowadays. But to bring mm-hmm. Maurice Claret, to bring OJ, OJ, like, you know, yeah, Mark that, Jackson, Mark Jackson, right? Especially when uh, when he came, they came to Mark Jackson before when he was at mm-hmm. ESPN, and was Mark Jackson straight up told yeah. him, "Y'all can't afford me." So mm. to so with all that for him to you know for that to kind of come full circle that's that's yeah. that's fire that's fire that's, Cam Cam came with the bag yeah I don't know what the money situation is the- but obviously Mark Jackson had room to do you know had room he was available I, I, I think Cam had the, I, I think Cam had the bag I don't know no he was available <laughs> and I'm glad they I'm glad they worked that yeah. out um you know I'm glad they worked yeah. that out rappers and sports yeah. people need to talk more often way more often yeah I, I liked it but i i do like it when the rappers come on too like i yeah. saw the episode with nelly and jermaine dupree and stuff like that and i liked how nelly was talking about how the st louis rams got screwed over a super bowl against the patriots and stuff mm-hmm. and they were you know having some fun over that it make you it make you forget the rams were in st louis just a few years ago before they went back to LA. So right, right. Um, to have rappers on there talk sports, that's, you know, that's cool too. I would like to see more rappers on there talking sports, you know, with Cam and Mace as well, as well as some of the athletes that maybe won't get the hub on the big networks 
to maybe come on there and do a you know do a spot or two. So yeah, so, yeah. Um, but like and, you, I haven't watched a lot of it lately. Yeah, I mean not because nothing's wrong. I just haven't. You know, time hasn't right, been permitted. Right. Another right. um, and quick... it's been other and it's been other content. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, you, you get I can, the content I well, can so. keep up with all this shit. I, I really, I really am trying to uh, become a better human being in 2024. So I've been working on that. So I, I don't even watch. I don't watch as much you or TV for that matter. I think it's bad enough. I didn't really watch a lot of TV before now, but yeah. Um, you know, there's that. Le'Veon Bell, real quick, real quick. Uh, yeah. I forgot about this. Le'Veon Bell, it wants to plan. He is planning his return to the NFL. You want to play for Mike Tomlin, right? He says that he is playing for nobody else but the Steelers. Um, and the uh, and the conversation has been, um, you know, amongst Steelers uh, timelines. Would we take him back? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure my, it's a split. I'm sure it's a split. Um, I, I'm split. I am so torn um, because. I feel like he would be. I feel like not because if you can get on the if you can get on the team and realize you're not going to see the field a whole lot. Mm-hmm. I'm cool. Like you are running back three at very best. At very, that, you're at very very best. You're running back three, and I don't know what they plan on doing with Anthony McFarlane. And you know what I'm saying, and, mm-hmm. and you know I can't see them having more than four running backs. So um, you know. I would like it if he understood that his role is going to be talking to the guys, experience, leadership. Maybe you'll yep. get maybe you'll get us a, a, a snap or two. But if you can't accept that role, then you can go and stay where you at. And that's my thought on it. So, how many years has he been gone? Three, about three. Yeah, three. Because he last he played was with the Ravens, right? Uh oh, yeah, he was. Yeah, on the Ravens yeah, he played with like, the Ravens. What? Two, three games. Something like that. I don't think yeah, it was that long. Yeah, yeah. I think I think they I think they, y'all made easy. I thought it was work. a game. I thought I thought yeah. it was a game and then they just let him go. But yeah. yeah, I think that was like three years ago. Felt, felt like that was like three years because, ago. Because because what we what what's very clear about Le'Veon Bell is that you're gonna have to block differently for him. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta understand that yeah. Pittsburgh really did Put, they put together a blocking scheme for him and him only. Right. Other running backs came and it didn't work as well. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, and I think that was a lot of reason why uh, our offensive line started being bad after he left um, because running backs didn't didn't run like he ran. Nobody has that that right, real right. patience that patience right. like he did. So, um, you know, you know, so he off rip he would have to be a running back three and ain't nobody changing their style for you. So. You, you, hey, you better be that Swiss Army and I prepare to do whatever you ask to do. Okay, so there has to be a conclusion to this. And I don't mean conclusion as in the Steelers and Mike Tomlin has to respond to what Le'Veon Bell had to say about coming back. But mm-hmm. what I'm saying is, is that, okay, is Le'Veon Bell going to put the work in to try to get back on the field because we haven't seen him well he looks in know, shape in quite a he while looks, I, I don't know i don't necessarily know if he's in uh football shape but athlete shape he's still in shape okay so here's what i could see happening though i could see him getting back on the team with the potential to eventually be a position coach in pittsburgh end game kind of a thing 
Um, I I want him to retire as a Steeler. That's all I want. Okay. That's all you I could, want. You, you could care less about the position coach. I, yeah, I don't care less. I don't know that he's a, I don't know that, I don't know that, I don't know that I believe that he's a good coach. That's not, I'm not saying don't give him a chance. Right, I'm, right. I was just about to say, because we don't know if any of these players that come from yeah. playing to being a position coach are going to be any good. But yeah. At least he would get that opportunity. It's on the rumor mill that we finally going to try to bring in Hans Ward as a wide receiver coach this year. He's on somebody's staff. Yeah, I can't remember quite where, but it's it in is, Miami. I can't remember. I, I I really can't remember. Yeah, yeah. I just remember hearing it and like, uh, he don't belong there. That's that's all I left with. Like, yeah, he don't belong he's, there. He's on a yeah, he's on a staff somewhere. But I, I did I, see I on Twitter it. today that it, that the Pittsburgh Steelers are, are might be trying to bring him in as wide receiver coach this year, hmm. which hmm. is going to be amazing for George Pickens that's, and Deontay uh, Johnson. But George, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, that that's interesting. Yeah, I, I had a few things. Um, well, first off, shout out to the chat. Um, yeah, we got S, we got SRC podcast. What up? What YouTube up? Live chat. We also had Wise Soul up in here. What up? Uh, you know, 49ers fan when uh, Young Head was on here. Um, Sean Sims got the homie Alex up in here. What it, what it? Burn. Um, this this one comment, and I guess we were talking. Um, we were talking Shady McCoy earlier in the show and um this one comment from um shout out to uh the folks in buffalo nyap and the 716 um brought up andy reed and the question really is is that do we think that andy reed had something to do with how eric the enemy has been perceived as a play caller 100 percent. yeah i i agree too we don't i agree that's the I have to believe that nobody believed Eric Bieniemy called plays because Andy Reid is such an amazing play caller. Let's be clear. Yeah. Uh, Eric Bieniemy left play calling uh, outside of having bad receivers. Play calling was still pretty decent. You know what I'm saying? I, and maybe some Kansas yep. City Chiefs could check me on that. But the games I watched, I I, I don't recall leaving a game saying, "Ooh, this play calling was terrible." You know what I'm saying? Like. Um, Andy Reid is a right, Hall of right. Fame coach, Hall of Fame offensive coach. Um, you know what I'm saying? Eric Bieniemy, um anybody who left with or came to the conclusion that Eric Bieniemy was just a guy on the staff doing the uh, other offensive responsibilities, like look, I'm sure outside of play calling, he did all the other roles of offensive coordinator just fine. I'm I'm sure of that. But um yeah. it's reasonable to think that a Hall of Fame offensive mind would be calling plays and not him and that that's reasonable to believe i don't know if it's true or false i just i'm just saying Mm -hmm. that's reasonable to believe yeah i think i think one thing that i think i've seen in both places with eric the enemy is that he's tough on the players you know we heard about it in the training camp with the commanders and we've heard about it from patrick mahomes and a couple of other chiefs players when he was there in kansas city I think that's the one thing that we can come away with with Eric Bieniemy is that he's going to be tougher on players than I think most um, offensive coordinators these days. And let me be clear, Eric Bieniemy should still be a head coach in this league. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, let, I agree. Me be, let me be very clear on that. Um, I, uh, I get it. He didn't have the best play calling season in Washington, and maybe he don't play, uh, call plays. He never called plays in Kansas City. Maybe that's the truth. I don't know. I know that he is a on both accounts from Washington and uh, Kansas City. He's a good dude, good with the players. Um, let's be clear. Mike Tomlin is not an X's and an O's guy. He ain't. He ain't. But he's a Hall of Fame coach. So, you know, if you could put him in that position, if you could put all these other shitty offensive coordinators and give them head coaching jobs because they just been there long enough, then you yeah. can give Eric Bieniemy a shot to become a Hall of Fame coach. And I stand or, or on that. Yeah, yeah. If you really want to talk. Yeah. If you really want to talk. Um, yeah, you can give Eric Bieniemy a head coaching job. So he deserves a head coaching job. Um, in my mind, I would have loved him to be the head coach in Washington. Get, just give him a shot. But but I, what I meant to say is that it probably worked out for him because Washington right. ain't got that shit together yet. Right, right. So it probably worked out for him. You said something about Washington and maybe it's the PR or whoever not letting the public know about Eric Bieniemy being let go. It might also say something as to why Ben Johnson may have said, I'm going exactly. to play. Exactly. Y'all messy as fuck. Yeah. 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 And, and Ben, and I, I've been hearing Ben Johnson's been kind of taking some heat, which I kind of disagree with. I, I, I think you, in this case for me, I think you give Ben Johnson the benefit of the doubt over the organization that's been messy for so many years. Yeah, I mean, look, man, Detroit Detroit got a head coach that gambles a lot, but all in all, that organization right now is in a good place. There's yeah. nowhere to go but up. There's nowhere to go but up right now for them. Um, I, I I would say, if anything, you raise you you probably raise your stock. You have another good year, and you and you probably be raise your stock. So mm-hmm. you know, let, yeah, let him do his thing. He he'll go be a coach when he's ready to be a coach. Yep. Yep. Facts. Facts. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I um. I do want to pay homage to a legend that we lost this week, uh, Carl Weathers, yeah. who died at the age of 76 a few days ago. You know him from being in the NFL for a couple of years with the Oakland Raiders. He played in the CFL, I think, for a few more years after that. But then he became this big actor, played Apollo Creed and all the Rocky movies, also, Action Jackson, yep. that movie that came out in the late '80s as well. Also, I've seen him in some Law and Order type stuff. You know, late, you yeah. know, later on in his career and stuff like that. Um, but want to want to some love to the family, sure. rest in and peace. The people, condolences to you know to the family there. Yeah, and rest in peace to a legend, Carl yeah, Weathers for yeah. sure. Salute. Yep. Yep. Um, hey, some NBA notes. Um, the deadline is what Thursday, I think. Okay. Uh, the trade deadline, mm-hmm. and um, I'm sure you've heard all the LeBron James talk. Yeah. And you know, I don't. I don't need to really get in deep. You know, no. into it because I don't think it's a. I don't even think it's a dream to be honest with you. Um, it's 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 not gonna happen, folks. Um, all the stuff he's doing with the hourglass emoji and the Twitter and all that stuff. That's more about, hey, Lakers, I need you guys to do something. Rob Palenka, I need you to do something about this team right now. Yeah, right. Um, What are they, ninth in the West right now? Mm-hmm. Um, Coming off of, you know, beating the Knicks Saturday night. Great game, by the way. 
Um, we're, we're just kind of, you know, hurting as far as injuries go right now. But um, they also came off of beating the Celtics without LeBron James and Anthony Davis um, last Thursday. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I I would say that's more an indictment on the Celtics than it is. Yeah, yeah, look, I, on, look, on the Lakers. Um, I don't know. Look, I guess I guess people got a little excited about the Lakers when they won the end season. Um, but I'm sorry, I I don't believe them. I didn't believe them. Um, is this this is not a championship team? It, it ain't no way to slice it. I mean, I, I maybe maybe they'll get back <laughs> into the playoffs. Not even maybe. I I, I tend to think yeah, that they'll get in the play. Yeah, but I say play-in. yeah, yeah. I, I I tend to think that I tend to think that they'll get into the playoffs in, in the final eight. Yeah. Um, I tend yeah. to think believe that, but it's not like we looking at this team like ooh, they gonna go and be you know West Conference Western Conference championship type shit. Yeah, I get they so would. So I wonder what's different from last year than this year. I don't know. I don't know. Right, because I don't know. But I know when I look at them, and I haven't looked at looked at them a lot this year, mm-hmm. um, and, and obviously it's early, but, yeah. it, you know, I don't know. I, but now I'm sitting here thinking, I don't really remember what they looked like this time last year. What's the – well, remember, they made a trade to get – um, your boy from DC, DC uh huh, um, Hachimura. Um, yeah, they got Hachimura. Yeah, 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 then they got Van, then they got Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt. I think from mm-hmm. Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Who, by the way, who by the way is out for the year because he got hurt um last week. Get well soon. So that's so that's a big blow. Get well soon. Um, and then they 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 kind of reshuffled the roster. They got they got Westbrook up out of there to the Clippers and um Austin Reeves is all of a sudden becoming a playmaking guard. Um, the way he's been, you know, balling these days. So it's like, ever since that trade, they've played better defense. Mm-hmm. It got to the Western Conference Finals, right, right. And now it's like, what, what, what did they lose? I mean, they're yeah. coming in with the same exact team, damn near, from late last season. So yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to understand. And and on top of that, Anthony Davis has played in every Babe. game with four games mm-hmm. this season. So, but how has he? And I, again, I, how has he been though, Anthony Davis? I, I, um, I, there's some nights where he's dominant, and then there's just some nights where, like, like against the Knicks, like his numbers weren't like eye popping, but his is he averaging twenty five? Is he averaging twenty five and twelve? I don't, I don't okay. know if he's averaging twenty five and twelve. I just know that I think he's more he's his impact you can see his impact more on the court than you do with the numbers if that okay. if that makes sense. Okay, yeah, 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 that makes absolute sense. Cuz you know, going into that Knicks game Saturday, I'm thinking okay, we we're, we're down four rotation pieces. Um they sat out the Celtic game just so they could play at the Garden Saturday night. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking okay, the Lakers present a huge presence defensively in the paint. We don't have Randall and we don't have Mitchell Robinson. So that's going to be a problem for us. So right. I was like, okay, most likely the Lakers are probably going to win this game. And it turned out they had to scratch and claw all the way through the fourth quarter just to, you know, get Brunson, you know, they double team Brunson like early in the fourth quarter, just so that they can, you know, escape with the win really. Mm-hmm. Cause we mm-hmm. led by like eight points going into that fourth quarter, 
And once they saw the double in Brunson, I think we went like seven straight minutes without a basket. So yeah. he's averaging 25 and nine. 25 and nine. Oh, you, you, you're close. Look at you, man. Yeah. I mean, I, look, I, I mean, unfortunate, not unfortunately, but I know who the nigga is. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's been in the league long yeah. enough. Like, he, yeah. You know yeah. The type of nigga is. You know what yeah, type yeah, of nigga yeah. is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's just, it's just that he hasn't, you know, whether it be injury or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. he made, he hasn't made the, the impact, the impact moments yet. He just hasn't done those, done that yet. That's yeah. the only thing that's made that's that where you're not putting him up there with the big dogs because he just hasn't made had the moments. He hasn't seized those moments right. yet. Right. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> his only that's his only not no, I mean at when I mean ever <laughs> where it really mattered. Um the bubble. I, I think the bubble, I think okay, okay, okay. Okay. Him okay. showing up in a big moment. Like he had a he had a clutch uh a game winning three okay. Okay. The in, bubble. That, in that okay. conference final. So okay. Um, but like I said, I think we need to see it more consistently with him. Yeah. And unfortunately, he's injury prone to the point where exactly. we don't see enough of him on the court. Um, Who but, would you say was a bigger impact in that in that in that year, LeBron or Anthony Davis? I think it was Anthony Davis. Okay, okay. I don't re- I don't remember it on the top of my head, so I, I would have yeah. to kind of. I'm just I'm just going off of the fact that he was available, and maybe. From the time the league shut down in March of that year, 2020, to the time that they got in the bubble, that was enough time for him to rest his body, get his legs under him, mm-hmm. get in the bubble, and then he kind of took off from that point on. Who won MVP, LeBron? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> of course. I mean, look, I, I don't know, <laughs> but uh, okay. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. That was four years ago. It was a little over. Yeah, I, I, no, I don't. I just almost. Don't Almost four years ago, that's crazy. Yeah, time flies. That's time that's, flies. that's crazy. I, I remember, I remember the two of us sitting here during COVID saying, "Man, like, when's this stuff gonna get back to normal?" And we're three years removed from that. Yeah, like, that, I mean, that's, that's, that's the reason crazy. why we on Zoom now. We was doing yeah. shows in my in, in the crib. Right, crib. right, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Hey, um, I, I gotta show some love to the homie Jalen Brunson. Um, first all-star appearance this year, even though I think he should still be a starter, but that's another conversation for another day. My man got the reserve spot in the Eastern Conference. And man, I tell you, it was a Thursday night, TNT, they had their games on and they had their little um, reserves uh, pregame show where they Mm -hmm. want to release who the reserves are going to be and all that. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like that night, man, because the Knicks had a game against Indiana uh, shortly after, from the time that they announced that he was going to be a reserve to the time when they started the game, and I watched that whole entire game, and again, we're shorthanded. There's no Randall, no Mitch, and we're missing um, OG and Grimes, and we're like playing on this seven-man rotation and that was a physical game. Like Brunson took a like he took an elbow to the eye late in the fourth quarter, went right back down the court, got an and one, put us up by two, um, finished the game, beat the Pacers. And it just seemed like that night was the chlorination of Jalen Brunson for him to be like 
that dude, like the mm-hmm. super, like the superstar that people have been questioning for about a year since he's been here, right? Right. Um. So that was so that was special. Like even they was asking him on the court, like, "Hey, you know, you, you know, you dropped another forty points. You're an all star. How does this feel? Um. The garden is lit. Everybody chanting MVP, MVP, and you know he's shedding a tear and. It's like, man, like this dude, this dude is ready for this moment. Like, Cut that goddamn crying out, though. You know, <laughs> hey man. Cut that all that was, goddamn uh, crying out. <laughs> hey, hey, don't hey, don't ruin a moment, man. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, cut all that goddamn crying out, bro. Don't, don't, don't cut don't, all that goddamn crying out, man. Don't ruin a moment, man. <laughs> so you said you ain't you but, gonna uh, get into another day, but we ain't never gonna get into it another day. Who shouldn't who, who who he got so you feel like he got snubbed, clearly. As a starter. Yeah, as a, you got as snubbed, a right? You feel like you got mm-hmm. snubbed. So who do you take out? Oh, Dane. You take out Dane. Okay. I, yeah. Okay. I, oh yeah. Okay. That's that's easy for me. That's easy. Okay. Respect. That, Respect. That, that, that's easy. Yeah, I me. feel like I feel like you needed to just go ahead and say that. There ain't no no whole need to get into nothing. Tell that. Tell the people in the back that Dame Lillard shouldn't be a starter and it should be Jalen Brunson. So why you yeah. feel like Dame got it over him? Oh, the fan this vote. The name. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fan vote. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. So yeah. no 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 I I feel like he I feel like he had a seventy pointer at some point this season right Dame Dame? I don't know that for a was, fact was was it, was it seventy uh, yeah. I don't know if it, I, he might have had one this a, year I don't know right. if it was this year though but I do feel like he dropped seventy at some point in I, the feel last like had, I feel like he had two, one of them games I feel like he had with Dame I don't even know how to Google I don't know how I'm looking for yeah. this shit right now. Uh, yeah. Google. I got um, Google. But while we're talking snubs, though, um, the guy that I think got snubbed overall would be Trey Young. Well, he's in now. Well, he's in because he's taking. Yeah, somebody um, got injured. Yeah, right, right. Randall and somebody else. MB. Yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, he didn't get in on the first, you know, go round. So, but we, we I, I kind of knew that he would be picked. To take one of those guys' places, but the I mean, I don't know if you've seen Trey Young's numbers, but 28 and 10. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. the dude's been balling. I know the team ain't that great, but yeah, that's it. That, right that, there. that ain't never been right. That ain't never been the, the criteria to make an all-star team. If well, you know, it's well, that. I mean, ain't it mainly vote? Mainly vote. Um, it's a fan vote, it's uh players vote, and I think coaches vote now, too. Oh. Interesting. Yeah, there's a there's a um there's some kind of way they determine who gets the starter spot. I don't know the algorithm just yet, but that's that's what they've implemented. So but um but yeah, man, congrats to my guy Jalen Brunson, man. Uh much deserved, man. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. he had a he had a big moment last week. I just wanted uh, to shout that out. And I uh, know just 20, 20, 45. He scored 45 recently. It was 45? Yeah, it's 45 recently. Oh, okay. All right. But my guy, my guy, Jalen Brunson, who and I looked on the FanDuel sports book just the other day. And I and I looked at it earlier today. So right now he's got the six best odds to win league MVP. Mm-hmm. And so now the favorites over him, you got Jokic mm, at one, uh, SGA at number two, mm-hmm. Giannis at three, Luca at four, and Kawhi Leonard has creeping up into the MVP conversation. Okay, 
And I haven't watched a lot of Kawhi Leonard just yet, but I know the Clippers have been they bought like twenty five and five in their last thirty or something like that. Yeah, yep. I, I saw. Yep, yep. So, um, and Jalen Brunson is six right there with mm-hmm. the six best odds right there. So, how much money are you putting down? Um, on him to win the MVP? Absolutely. Um, I haven't determined how much money I'm putting down yet. All right. All I'll right. be honest with you. I haven't determined if I'm even going to bet that he's going to win it or not. Come on, man. You got rep for your. You got rep for your for your squad, man. Um, I could rep for my squad without putting any money up. I mean, you kind of can't. If I'm being honest with you, like I'm. Why, why like, can't I? I'm feeling like you're not even a real Knicks fan if you don't put twenty on it. And you got it. it ain't like you ain't got twenty dollars, funky ass twenty dollars. I ain't saying I don't got it. I'm I know you got it. That ain't the question. I know you got it. I I'm see you shining. I'm just. I'm just saying. I don't know if I'm a better or not. Nah, you sound like I'm, I'm saying I'm saying as of right now. I mean, I don't, I, hey, I'm saying as of right now. I'm telling you, I'm gonna tell you this right now. If if Jordan Poole was number six for MVP right now, I'm putting twenty dollars mm-hmm. down. Okay, all right, that's hey, you ain't wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong about it. Yeah. There's no, there's no right or wrong here. Just don't say I'm hey, wrong for. If not, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know, man. I'm feeling. I'm. I'm starting to question your 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 Knicks fandom for real. But don't do that. Don't I'm do just. That. I'm just telling you how I. I'm just venting. This is because safe. Of, this nah, is safe space, of, right? It, it is a safe space. I'm just venting. I'm, I, look, I. I don't know. I'm just talking. I don't know, man. Don't mind me, man. I'm just having. <laughs> Don't mind me, man. I just be out here talking. I'm not shit. a real fan because I don't bet money. I, no, I'm just saying I'm starting to. It's 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 given like these youngins say it's given not real Knicks fan right now. Oh, stop it! I'm just hey hey bro, stop. hey bro. Stop. I'm just saying hey man. Don't mind me, man. Hey, forget I said it. Stop. Forget it, I said it, bro. Forget you, I said tired. it. You tired? Yeah, I'm always tired, man. My my <laughs> life is tired. Tired raising kids and sinning is is my life. Hmm. Your life, your life. Is that is well, that all you, you got, man? That's all I got, bro. I, I thought you had all the topics. I was done. We, I was, I was, I was running off your. I was running the ball off your plate, no homo. All right, all right. Well, um, certainly appreciate Young Hev coming on here. Yes, sir. With, uh, with the Forty ers talk and uh, everybody in the chats, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Shout out to y'all. You know the chat was looking pretty live tonight. Um. Oh, I, I I do got one more thing. I knew you was gonna do that shit. I I, I saw that I, shit all I, on your spirit. I do I do got one more thing, man. And I'm a I'm a I'm a. This nigga was ready to close out the show and everything. <laughs> Go ahead. I, I, I got I got I just got one more thing, and it's it, it's it, it, it's it's a shout out. I was I was watching uh I was watching our friend BK Steph. Uh huh. Shout out BK Steph. You know her and the crew did a show last night talking Knicks. And um, I was in a chat toward the end of the show, and she she gave a special shout out to us. Um, but she gave a special shout out specifically to you. Oh shit! And I'm how, a, could, I'm you, a, I'm how a, could you leave this to the end of the show, man? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I might be brilliant like that. I don't man. know. Oh, but, let me find out. You all, you always been my Curry champion, bro. But uh, hey, don't call me Terry. <laughs> hey, I keep telling you about doing that. <laughs> you always been the moderator, man. Go ahead, well, man. Well, hey, well, well, hey, shout out Kerry Champion because she's doing bigger, better things. So that's what's up. Shout out to her. But I'm gonna play this for you because she gave you a, a specific shout out to you. Um, she actually forgot your name a little bit. That's but cool. She knew 
who she was talking about. Take a listen here. It was before the before the season. I had a great time with them. I know I forget his name. I know he hurt and he a Washington Wizards and I know he hurting right now. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time. <laughs> Shout out to BK. Shout Steph. out BK Steph. I don't know. I don't know how clear that came across the. No, mic. I heard. I, I, I heard it. I heard it. So okay. All right. All right. That's what's up. That's what's up. But uh, but uh, yeah. Shout out to everybody in the chats. Uh, the homie young head for dropping through. Appreciate you. Um, continue to follow us on the social media tip. Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. On Twitter at Barbershop S P O R two. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe to the Twitch channel. Click the like button on the Facebook page. We got emails. So if you got questions or comments, barbershopsportstalk1 at gmail.com is where you can reach us at. Follow us on any of the streaming platforms. If you listen to this on the audio tip, Google, or, uh, I'm about to say Audify, uh, Spotify, <laughs> iHeartRadio, leave us a review. Let us know what you think about the show. It goes a long way. And the merch store. We got the link in the description of this episode. Wherever you're watching, click on it. We got some hoodies, mugs, T-shirts, hats. Looking to add a little bit more as the season goes on. Make sure y'all check that out. Support the fam. And, um, you know, as always, folks, uh, love, peace, and happiness. And always remember, mind your damn business, folks. Drink some water.